are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Brewers, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, where we talk about your favorite teams every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers and subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcast. I uh, won't have Benny with me today, uh, 4th of July weekend. Obviously, kind of crazy time. Benny's doing the pre and post game show on Valley Sports, so make sure you check him out there. Uh, but he should be back with us on Wednesday's episode. Uh, I was not feeling great on Monday. Probably had a little bit too much to eat on uh, Sunday, so wasn't able to record. So, giving you this a little bit later on Tuesday. Uh, so, like I said, Benny will probably be back with us on Wednesday, uh, depending on how quickly the game goes and when he can get done with his. Uh, post-game activities for Bally Sports, but um, glad to be back with you. Hope you all had a fantastic 4th of July weekend. I know I had a uh, busy weekend, but a lot of fun with family. Like I said, eating a lot of uh, good food. Maybe it wasn't great for me, but I uh, really enjoyed my 4th of July uh, weekend and hope you did as well. But glad to be back on the podcast. It's probably the longest I've gone without doing a podcast for a while, so a lot to get to in this one. We'll we'll go back and quickly recap weekends, games, then get into Monday's game, um, and then talk about the rest of this com- upcoming series with the Mets. Um, before we do that, let me tell you about our Locked On MLB Prospects podcast. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Rama Layton, is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Follow Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, And the MLB draft is coming up soon as well. I want to start uh, diving into that a little bit with Vinny. Uh, It's going to be this coming up weekend, I believe, so uh, maybe we'll get into that later this week, maybe Thursday, Friday, start talking about some of the uh, projections and who they have the Brewers taking with their first round pick. So always love the draft time, but Major League Baseball draft is so uh, hard to predict. It's almost not really worth uh, guessing at, but certainly once that does go through, Uh, Next week, we will have a lot to discuss there, talking about some of their draft picks. Back to a 20-round draft this year after just five rounds last year, so we'll have a lot more uh, to discuss, um, but should be an exciting time for the Brewers, for their fans, with some new players coming in. Well, let's get into the weekend's slate of games against the Pirates. The Brewers do get... A series win in that four-game uh, series uh, on Friday. They win seven to two, uh, and Adrian Hauser was really good in that one. Really, all the starters all weekend were really good for the Brewers. Uh, went at least six innings in each of their starts. Uh, Hauser went the longest of those over the weekend. He went six and two-thirds, allowed just one earned on four hits and two walks with five strikeouts. So, really good game for Hauser. Really love. You know, to see that, yes, it's the Pirates, but he came out and did what he needed to do. Uh, again, I think Hauser's been really good 
for the Brewers this year. You know, he was kind of one of my breakout candidates, somebody that I thought could jump up and help in the rotation uh, behind Burns and Woodruff. Freddie Peralta has ultimately been that guy, but Hauser has as well. Um, don't want to forget about his contributions to this team and how big that he has been. Got his ERA under four now on the season. So really good for him. 82 and a third innings this year. Those are big innings from your number four starter. So uh, really happy with what we've gotten from Hauser this year and how competitive he's been in most of his starts. I know he's had a little bit of a rough patch at times. I had like a two or three game stretch a while back that wasn't very good. But for the most part, Adrian Hauser has been very good all year for the Brewers. And then offensively, and this one on Friday, Willie Adamas had a, a three-hit game, including a home run. Uh, but this one was really spread out. I mean, Tyrone Taylor had two RBIs. Jace Peterson had, had an RBI. Keston had an RBI. Jackie Riley Jr. had an RBI. Um, so it was really kind of spread around everybody getting it done. You'd love to see that in the lineup. A two-hit game for Jackie Bradley Jr., who I'm going to talk about a little bit more later. He's been swinging a much better much better bat as of late. Uh, but he had a two-hit game on Friday. In Saturday's game, a, a big win, another big win for the Brewers. They won 11-2, uh, stretched out their winning streak to 11 games, so that was pretty fitting. Um, Eric Lauer, uh, again, another Another good start for him, six and a third, four hits. Did issue four walks, but only allowed one earned run and had four strikeouts. Again, he's been he's been really good at times for the Brewers. He stepped up and made some big starts when they needed him to. Um, and again, it's the Pirates. I understand all that, but you know he came out, gave them a lot of uh, a lot of length. A lot of innings. He's gone 50 and a third innings this year, 51 strikeouts, a 4.11 ERA. I mean, if I had told you after spring training that you'd be getting that from Eric Lauer this year, I think you all would have called me crazy and um, been signing the the petition for me to get off this podcast. But he's been really, really big for the Brewers in spots this year, and just a really good start from him on Saturday, you know, limiting the damage, working around those four walks. Offensively, this was uh, Omar Narvaez and Avicel Garcia back-to-back in the lineup uh, were absolutely massive in this game. Narvaez was 5-for-6, had a 5-hit game, scored 3 runs. Uh, Avi did a great job bringing him in. Avi had 4 hits. He had 5 RBI, uh, which included 2 home runs. So a big game for him, and he was just coming off the injured list as well. Had a hamstring issue, missed some time last week. So... Uh, again, a huge game for him. Narvaez is now hitting 303 on the year with an 856 OPS. Um, you know, really good stuff for him. I'm I'm sad he didn't make the All-Star game or hasn't yet. Maybe there's still a chance he gets in, but he's been really, I mean, the best offensive player for the Brewers this year for a first-place team. I uh, would have loved to seen him get a chance in the All-Star game. Played in 65 games this year, uh, 32 runs. Um, 10 doubles, 8 home runs, 26 RBI, 27 walks, 40 strikeouts, 303 average, 399 on base percentage, 475 slugging, uh, 874 OPS. Uh, I mean, uh, when the, the Brewers haven't had much going offensively this year, Omar Narvaez has really uh, been huge and helped out, as has Abby Garcia, who's now got his average back up around 250. You know, he's been, those two really have been the, 
the most consistent offensive contributors all season. Um, outside of Willie Adama, since he's been traded for, he's been huge, obviously. But from beginning to where we are now, Narvaez and Avi have two, been the two most consistent performers in the lineup for the Brewers. So good to see them have a huge game there on Saturday, leading to the blowout win. Unfortunately, you can't carry over runs, and so the Brewers were unable to get on the board Sunday as their winning streak came to an end. Uh, just a, a dreadful game for the offense. They only had four hits and two walks in this one. Um, Freddie Peralta was, was good, not his best with the five walks, but he did last six innings, only allowed three hits, only gave up two earned runs, but again, unfortunately, the offense wasn't able to score anything, so he took the loss. Did have seven strikeouts in those six innings. Uh, so kind of a tough loss for Freddie. Um, but again, probably wasn't his sharpest five walks. That is a lot right there, but only three hits. Um, I mentioned the Brewers only had four hits, and Jackie Bradley Jr. had one of them. Uh, he had a hit in every game over the weekend, and he's hit in seven of his last eight games that he started. Uh, his average has gone from 151 after their game on June 25th all the way up to 175 after the weekend slate of games. So it's gone up 25 points in the last week or so. Um, still really low. Obviously, 175 is not very good. Wanted to see him get, get up over that Mendoza line. But certainly some encouraging numbers from JBJ, uh, who seems to be turning things around a little bit, uh, getting on base more consistently, racking up some hits more consistently so that is great to see that was probably one of the better takeaways for me from over the weekend and really going into last week is that jbj seems to be getting a lot more comfortable at the plate he's starting to define some some holes and his swing really just looks better in general so great to see him finally get seeing that average go up hopefully it continues to go up uh, i mean when you're batting you're batting 175 you just need one hit a game to continue to see that average go up and that's what's happening right now so good signs for him uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about monday's game and then get into some news items this episode is also brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com there are so many different makes and models of automobiles these days it's impossible to stock all the parts your car will ever need in your traditional chain store so I worry with the hassle of answering a bunch of questions about your car at a chain store and just hoping they have the parts you need when you have the inventory of rockauto.com right there in your pocket. You can pull them up on your cell phone and find any make and model of any kind of auto part that your car will need. And there are so many different reasons to maintain your automobile these days, but the biggest one is obviously to save money. So why would you choose to spend 30, 50, sometimes even 100% more for the exact same auto part at a chain store or new car dealership? Just head on over to rockauto.com right there on your phone, search the parts you need, buy them, have them shipped to you, and just sit back and wait for them to arrive. Go to, so go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your vehicle, and do us a favor, write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Um, on Monday, the... Offense was silenced by the Mets pitching staff. Uh, they were held to just two runs on five hits and three walks. Weren't a lot of 
opportunities in this one. They were just one for six with runners in scoring position and left six runners on base. So, again, just didn't create a lot of opportunities. I, I don't know. It's kind of frustrating. It's not like the Mets had their best starter on the mound. I felt like this was a game where the offense should have done a, a little bit more. Um, but for whatever reason, they just couldn't string anything together. It's just one of those games. Um, I mean, they, they were on a really hot streak of scoring a ton of runs. So, uh, you know, it's hard to be too mad. But, you know, this was a game I thought they had an opportunity to win, especially with DeGrom coming up on Tuesday. You were hoping this was a game where they could uh, break out and score some runs, but just weren't able to do that. Um, Omar Narvaez did have a home run in this one. He continued to stay hot. Again, he's been huge all year. I can't say enough good things about Omar Narvaez and how great he has been for this Brewers team. The Mets weren't that great on offense themselves. They only had six hits, but three of them came in the seventh inning, which also included a leadoff walk, and that led to three runs, which was um, you know, the difference in this game. Basically, it was a 1-1 game before that. They scored those three runs, broke it up in 4-1 to late, and that pretty much was the nail in the coffin there. Brandon Woodruff, he was his normal dominant self until that seventh inning. Um, and even though his pitch count was very low going into that seventh inning, uh, that's been a problem inning for Woodruff. And I've you know, heard him say at times that he just gets gassed late in games, admittedly. Uh, and I don't know if that's you know, just a getting up and down because, like I said, his, his pitch count was, I think, in the 60s going into the seventh inning. So it's not like he had thrown a ton. But uh, I don't know if the getting up and down gets to him. He's just not used to going that deep into games but seventh inning has been a problem spot for him you know obviously the more hitters see a pitcher they're they're usually going to do better against him but um you know he's he's pitched eight innings in the seventh inning this year and allowed seven runs on seven hits with a walk and five strikeouts in the seventh inning this year uh and overall in innings seven through nine this year he's allowed six runs on nine hits and three walks in nine and a third innings with seven strikeouts. So um, for whatever reason, he's just not able to get it done late in games. Again, I don't know if that's just wearing him out as a stamina thing. Um, not able to go deep in games, just hasn't done that a ton in his career. But I think it's something to, to keep an eye on for sure. Going forward, I think Council has to have a a short leash with him in that seventh inning because it seems to be for whatever reason a problem area for him i don't know what the you know i don't know what the answer is i don't know uh, only brandon woodruff can tell you that um and it is a small sample size obviously but that small sample size isn't very good um so i think that's something to to definitely keep an eye on going forward like i said um just to not let things get away in that seventh inning I mean he's he's been so great this year I've said over and over Brandon Wood is one of my favorite pitchers uh, but he just does not have a track record of being able to go very deep into games you know pitching into the seventh and eighth inning regularly so I think that's something to just monitor going forward don't know how big of a deal or an issue it will be um, I mean the only way to get better at that is to do it so you know, certainly want him to be able to consistently go seven, eight innings like some of the best pitchers in the league, because I think he is one of the best pitchers in the league. But 
Um, you know, you got to be able, you got to be able to get there and to go through it. And he's done it. You know, he's done it several times this year. Um, you know, just looking back, uh, he's gone. He's gone seven innings seven times, I believe, this year. He's gotten through seven innings. Has yet to make it through the eighth inning uh, so far this season. So, I mean, he, he's certainly capable of getting it done. Um, but for whatever reason, just wasn't able to uh, on Monday. Things kind of unraveled on him. Um, and then to keep on the the down note, uh, Keston Ear has cooled off a bit since his hot streak, and he looked particularly bad on Monday. He went over four with four strikeouts. Came up in a couple of big spots and, and struck out in this game. Um, in his last seven games, he's now four for 24 with no extra base hits and 12 strikeouts. He does have three walks, but all those came in the same game. Uh, so, again, Keston seems to be cooling off a bit uh, since he got recalled for the second time uh, and, and was really good. So, hopefully that's not a trend that will continue. Hopefully he can figure that out uh, and get back to his hitting ways. But certainly was not a, a great weekend for Keston. It uh, was a terrible, just honestly dreadful Monday for him, like I said, with those four strikeouts, a couple of them in crucial spots, including in the ninth inning when the Brewers were trying to to make a comeback, had scored a run, had runner on base, uh, and another strikeout there. Just not a good game for him on Monday. And obviously, we'll be monitoring the progress of Keston all year because, as me and Benny have talked about, he's you know really huge to this lineup if he can be the the big power threat that we thought he could be coming into the season it really just changes the entire dynamic of this lineup but if he's going to be the guy that punches out three or four times a game then uh, that's a really really tough look and hard to to overcome i will come back and get to some news items and talk about the rest of this mets series BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports actions. And right now, uh, you got the NBA Finals coming up. you got NHL Finals in progress and obviously Major League Baseball in full swing. But BetOnline.ag does more than sports. They also cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to betonline.ag right now on your phone or internet browser and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So we got a couple of big news items from over the weekend that I wanted to get to. A couple of big promotions for the Brewers. Uh, the biggest of all is Garrett Mitchell being promoted from Wisconsin to AA Biloxi. Um, unfortunate for you fans in the Wisconsin area uh, who were able to see him at the uh, Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. Hopefully you got out there and were able to get a good look at him before he was promoted. Now he's down at my neck of the woods in Biloxi, so hopefully I'm going to be able to get to see him soon. Uh, but he's been tearing it up all year. The only thing that slowed him down has been uh, the injury, but when he's been in the lineup, he's been very good. Had a two-homer game, I think, the day before he got called up. So uh, very much deserved there. Excited to see what he does uh, at Double A as he continues to push his way up through the system. 
Uh, then a name that's been getting a, a lot of run uh, this season is Joe Gray Jr., uh, who've been doing really good down in Carolina. He gets promoted up to Wisconsin. So uh, even though Mitchell is, is no longer a rattler, you got uh, Joe Gray Jr. coming up. So another exciting prospect to see there. He's been having a huge year down in Carolina. So uh, again, a much deserved promotion there. And we'll see how he does at, at the next level. Uh, and then Josh Hader, Brandon Woodruff, and Corbin Burns all made the all-star team for the Brewers. Much deserved there as well. Um, thought you could have included Freddie Peralta in there, but they probably weren't going to bring more than just two starters from the same team. But I think you could say Freddie Peralta is deserving. Omar Narvaez is deserving as well. Um, so we'll see if maybe we get some more added later. But for now, you'll have Hader, Woodruff, and Burns uh, pitching in the all-star game. Uh, and then I've talked about, a lot about Jamie Westbrook in my minor league updates, how he's been hitting the ball really well in Nashville. He made the U.S. Olympic baseball team, so that's really cool. We've got the Olympics coming up soon, and you'll be able to see a, a brewer in that with Jamie Westbrook. So, uh, again, that'll be fun to watch. Um, and the Brewers acquired infielder Kevin Kramer from the Pirates for left-handed pitcher Nathan Kirby. Kramer provides some more infield depth at Nashville, so... Uh, just a small move there. Um, Pablo Reyes was recalled um, with Wong going on the 10-day IL. And Hobie Milner was recalled with Alec Bettinger optioned. Uh, tweeted out um, on Monday with, with Milner loading the bases. Uh, why is he continue to get recalled and get chances? I mean, uh, I've run out of patience with Milner at this point. But I, I get it. He should be good with that delivery that he has especially against lefties but for whatever reason he's just not getting it done this year i'd much rather see bettinger or ashby um, get those innings over milner at this point um then some injury news lorenzo kane uh is beginning should begin a rehab assignment this week craig council has already said that it will be an extended rehab assignment so still don't expect to see him until at least after the all-star break um, Colton Wong will likely won't be back till after the All-Star break as well. Uh, again, at this point, if you're getting hurt, you're not coming back till till after the All-Star break. Uh, so I think that's certainly the case for those two. But hopefully we do see them after the All-Star break, and hopefully they have a much healthier second half of the season. Um, and Brett Anderson will return to start Tuesday's game against the Mets. He'll come off the I.L., um, but unfortunately, he's going to be going up against Jacob deGrom. So uh, I guess that kind of takes us into Tuesday's game. Um, look, deGrom has a 0.95 ERA. He's the best pitcher in all of baseball. Maybe one of the better pitchers we've ever seen in the history of this game, especially with the way he's going right now. It's going to be a tough, tough road for this Brewers offense, which has not been good the last two games. Uh, and now they have to face deGrom. So... Um, it's going to be a struggle on Tuesday. I think the game plan for for this one is to just hope you get DeGrom out of there after six innings. If you've done that, I think you've, you've done your job for that day. Uh, hopefully scratch a run or two across against him. That's really best-case scenario anytime you go up against Jacob DeGrom. And hopefully Brent Anderson coming off the IL is able to keep the team in the game until DeGrom exits. I mean, uh, just being blunt with you that's that's best case scenario uh and hopefully you can get after the bullpen late in the game um burns will come up to 
uh, will pitch to wrap up this series on Wednesday, and the Mets don't haven't named a starter for that one yet. So hopefully that will be a good win for the Brewers. If they're not able to win Tuesday's game, at least they'll hopefully be able to salvage a game on Wednesday, or hopefully Burns will wrap up a series win if they are able to take down DeGrom and the Mets on Tuesday. Uh, but entering Tuesday's game, the Brewers still have a very comfortable six-game lead over the Reds in the NL Central. The Reds have been playing a lot better lately. The Cubs have not. I think the Cubs are currently on a 10-game losing streak. Um, I think I heard the other day they haven't won since they threw that no combined no-hitter against the Dodgers. So they're in a rough stretch of things. The Cardinals are starting to play a little bit better. Um, so, again, you just hope the Brewers can continue to rack up wins, create some distance in the Central uh, and pad that lead a little bit and just continue to rack up the wins. So that will do it for this episode of Locked On Brewers. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Brewers. Make sure you follow me at Shortstop Ball. And please make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.